Welcome to the Disruptive Entrepreneur Podcast. What does the word disruptive mean to you? It means going beyond the ordinary, going beyond the status quo. Not thinking in the conventional way, not just sort of following the herd. Disruptive means shaking things up, you know? Disruptive entrepreneur is somebody who sees the problem and embraces the problem with a new way. Shake up and awakening. Quality will take care of itself and you'll go from being disruptive but also profitable. When you use your own reservoir of talent, when you love what you do, then you disrupt. Mix it up, change it up and dominate. And now, your host, eight times best-selling author and double world record holder, Rob Moore. Hi, it's Rob Moore here, and I'm currently running a series on uh, mentors, masterminds, and getting hardcore accountability to have maybe your best year ever. Now, the easiest person to lie to is who? Who is the easiest person to lie to? Of course, you are the easiest person to lie to. You do not know what you do not know. You haven't done what you haven't done. So to that end, it's a lot harder to get the results you want trying to figure it out yourself. I'm a massive believer in standing on the shoulders of giants, on leveraging the experience of others, on leveraging the mistakes of others, on leveraging the decades of hard yards and toil and graft and wisdom of others. And I believe it is the cheapest form of getting results. Now, a lot of people look at um, being in a mastermind or getting advice or having mentors as a cost. I see it as an investment and I see not having it as an expense. Now, um, I can have a hundred thousand pound idea or a million pound idea now um, with, you know, my businesses are at 20 million plus a year, which also means I can have a hundred grand or a million pound bad idea or stupid mistake. So if someone's got a company that's five times my size, if someone is worth 10 times the money, if they've got 10 times the followers, then they're more likely to have tried what I'm trying to figure out, experienced in both the upsides and the downsides what I am yet to experience. And therefore, there's massive leverage in that. Uh, Now, in my group, the Disruptive Entrepreneur, the Facebook group, there's a really great debate going on right now about this. And it's kind of come alive. uh, And people seem seem to sit on two sides of the fence when it comes to mentors. Some people are like, well, look, you can get a lot of knowledge and experience from someone who's been there and done it. The investment you make in them is much less than the cost of not having them. Uh, You've got someone to support you, to challenge you. Um, you're, you're following a proven path so you don't have to blaze the trail and make all the mistakes. We can't succeed alone. We need the help of others. It is a wisdom and humility to learn from those who've already done it. Uh, Oprah's mentor was Maya Angelou. Christian Jewell mentored Yves Saint Laurent. Um, yeah, Liam's made a really good point here. What about our own self-delusions? We lie to ourselves. We tell story to ourselves. We deny ourselves. Now, great mentors can call us out on the bullshit and the stories, etc. Um, Gates mentor was mentored by Buffett. Um, Steve Jobs mentored Mark Zuckerberg. And um, a lot of people get that having a mentor is great. And actually, if you look at when Andy Murray um, was struggling in his career, the change was getting Ivan Lendl, his coach, and made a huge difference. Look at Liverpool. I mean, they were going nowhere for decades. I'm a Liverpool fan. And then all of a sudden they get Klopp and look what's happening now. They're absolutely like walking the league because Klopp is a proven great manager. And you can see he's a great people person and a a great manager of people. 
so, but then you have the other cohort like, oh, well, why should you pay for advice? You can find everything on Google and there's pl- so many fake mentors out there. And, um, you know, most people are running business as a mentor and they haven't actually done the thing. And, and to be honest, I see a balance of both sides and I sit in the middle. Uh, and so I'm just going to explain to you how to find a good mentor, how to weed out a bad one, whether you actually need a mentor Um, uh, whether you should pay for a mentor. And that's going to be the subject of the rest of this content. So um, I believe that free advice is worth every penny. I believe you get what you pay for. I really do. Now, of course, you can pay for stuff and it's still cheap and you can not pay for stuff and get some benefit out of it. You know, I get benefit out of books. I get benefits out of podcasts. I really do. But you have to filter through a lot. You maybe follow uh, other people on social media, listen to other people's podcasts. And you may have to filter through a lot of ads and a lot of people's podcasts to get a decent mentor or influencer. Uh, Now, if you pay for a mentor, uh, let me just turn the light back on. That's better. Then you are going to, assuming they're a good mentor, you're going to circumvent all that time, all that research, all that filtering, all those ads. And therefore, that time saving is going to have a financial saving. Now, for me, having a mentor is not about the cost. It's about the ROI. Everything in business for you, other than the human elements, should be about ROI. Like, don't be about ROI, you know, at the expense of the human, the caring and the connection. But assuming you're going to do that, everything else is an ROI. If I invest this money, will I make a return equal or greater than it? Or if I invest this money, will it cost me more or will I not get a return equal to the amount that I invested? For me, that is what I'm always thinking. So for someone who does 20 million a year plus, a two grand course or a 10 grand mentor is nada. Um, It's just a a no brainer. Like I almost think if I can't get anything out of a two grand course or having a 10 or a 20 or a 50 grand mentor, it's not on them. It's on me because come on, two grand is one course sale or half a property source. It's just such a small amount of money. Um, So uh, I have a more open minded view of mentors. And that's probably because everyone I've studied successful who's successful has got a mentor. Arnold Schwarzenegger says there's no such thing as self-made. Everyone is reliant on other people's staff, customers. They're accountable. You need managers. You need directors when you make films. It's not just about the actors. So he really believes that no one is self-made and everyone is part of a team. And I didn't get that, but I get that now. And if I track back my life, really short, simple radio edit version is before the age of 26, I tried to do everything myself and I failed at nearly all of it. Tried to run a pub, tried to be an architect, tried to be an artist, didn't have any mentors, didn't study competition, didn't have a power team, didn't have any support, didn't really have any staff that weren't family, didn't make any money, got myself into debt. After 2006 stroke seven, I'm still pretty much the same person. Okay, I'm more open minded to learning and, um, you know, I probably am a little bit more positive. But ultimately, ultimately, my DNA hasn't changed. I'm pretty much the same person. But this time I've got mentors. I'm in masterminds. Mark Homer was my first mentor. Warren Bourget was my second mentor. Um, Andres Paniotti was my third mentor, billionaire. Um, James Kahn, who I paid £3,000 a session for, was my fourth mentor. Uh, And and now all of a sudden I'm making millions of pounds a year, become a millionaire between the age of 30 and 31. Um, We do 10 million probably by the time I'm age 35, 36, something like that. Um, and I really believe that that is the binary difference between me failing and me being a success. Now, when I was not having mentors, I don't think the concept, I really even understood it. Why would you pay for someone else's information advice? Why don't you just go and learn it yourself? If you want something done, do it yourself. I I just didn't get it. 
Then I would have seen that as an expense instead of an investment. Ironically, I'm paying 500 quid or a gram for suits. Um, you know, I'm spending loads of money on going out and drinking. Uh, probably got a, well, I did have a car with a car loan and a car that was going down in value a lot. Yeah, I didn't, wasn't investing in myself. Now, a lot of people, when it comes to mentors, it's not really about mentors. It's about not valuing themselves to invest in themselves. Now, some people have had a bad experience or they just don't, they're sceptical or they just don't want to get turned over. And so they're like, hmm. And so they throw the baby out with the bathwater and they don't do anything just in case they make a mistake. Have I had the odd bad mentor? Well, actually, no, but I've gone on the odd bad course, but I'm pretty good at working out who's, who's the right mentor to go for. And I'll tell you how to do that in a minute. Um, but have I made it the odd bad investment? Yeah. Have I made the odd bad decision? Yeah. Has it sometimes been their service? Yeah. Has it sometimes been me, bad decision, bad research? Yeah. Overall, have I won more than I've lost when it comes to mentoring and courses? Yeah. I've invested more than £1.3 million in courses, mentoring, masterminding for me, my business partner, my staff, my ongoing personal development. I have a therapist now, a mentor, coach. Uh, and um, that has probably led me the single biggest factor in going from being in debt to, you know, tens of millions a year. Uh, turnover, not profit, by the way. Um, so how do you find a really great mentor? How do you feel tough from a bad one? Do you need a mentor? Do you need a mastermind or do you need a coach? Let's go. So um, I think it's quite simple when you look for a good mentor, you want the following criteria. Uh, and I would, you can listen to this back on the podcast, The Disruptive Entrepreneur, just to let you know every day for the next four days, I'm doing episodes on The Disruptive Entrepreneur podcast, all about mentoring, masterminding, staying accountable, um, because it's the start of the year. I want to build the energy and the momentum for you. Um, I would love you to have your biggest year ever. I'd love you to step up and level up and achieve what you want and more. You know, I'm a mentor to a lot of people, whether it's my sort of closer knit one to one paid programs or my mastermind group programs or just the podcasts and the live streams that I do that reach tens of thousands of people. In fact, it's probably hundreds of thousands of people. Um, so I want you to have your biggest year. So I'm doing a little sort of themed mini series on this. They'll end up being five or six videos. So it's going to be a podcast a day for a few days. There's going to be one to two videos a day. This is actually video three or four in the series. So you can go back to my Facebook page and see the rest um, going back. Um, so first thing is, uh, this is huge. I, 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 and I'm saying this with respect for people, but um, my own truth. I would not hire a personal trainer who is not strong and is not fit. Because I believe if I want to get strong and fit, I need to learn somewhat from someone who's not just got the theory, but has implemented it in their life. Now, if you would, fine, if you feel they've got good technical knowledge. Um, but I think if they haven't done it themselves, they're not a mentor. They could be a coach, but they're not a mentor. Because let's be honest, Ivan Lendl isn't playing tennis anymore, but he's a coach, but he's got loads of experience. So for me, a mentor has got to have done it. So um, I like having mentors who are worth between 100 million and whatever billion. Um, because that's just, you know, 100 million is a little bit, probably the next level above me. And of course, a billion is the, the level up and the level up from that. I like having mentors who are 60 and 65. By the way, I'd, I'd, I'd be mentored by Mark Zuckerberg all day long. And, and he's what, is he in his early 30s now? Maybe even still in his late 20s. So it's not just about age, but I feel like I get a lot of life experience from someone who's sort of 20 years older than me. So have they done it? Are they walking it and talking it? Have they done it for a long time? These are important. Number two, can I find some proof? Now, Companies House doesn't really tell you too much. Accounts can be a really out of date and they can run their accounts to reduce the tax. That's how we run our accounts or we did until last year. And so therefore, you're not going to really see huge amounts of profit. Um, but I think that a, a mixture of a bit of financial research, can you get some kind of proof of their claims that they're making? Do they look like they are legitimate and the real deal according to where they're supposed to be? Um, I think you can find that out pretty easily. 
Can you find people who speak well of them? Have they got lots of cl client case studies? Um, and, you know, is their general public opinion good? By the way, you're always going to find some critics. Don't be put off by that. Don't throw the baby out with the bathwater. Because if you haven't got critics, you're not putting yourself out there. Um, I think this is also really important. There are a lot of people who have, have made loads of money, but they have no idea how to mentor. They're not patient. They don't know how to get the most out of people. Uh, they, they don't really have the time. They don't value it. They don't enjoy it. So actually being a very successful technician and being a great mentor are different. And being a great mentor or, or coach mentor is you've got to understand how to read people. You've got to understand their values. You've got to understand how to motivate them. You've got to be prepared to give them tough love. You've got to be patient with them. You've got to care for them. You've got to know when to support them and when to challenge them and when to call them out on their shit. Uh, and so have they got a lot of experience mentoring? Because just because someone's worth 100 million doesn't mean they've got any experience in mentoring. And in fact, they might be a terrible mentor, even though they're worth that money because they may just not have the right credentials for that. For me, it's not about the money. A lot of people are like money first, budget first. Or they're trying to get it free or they're trying to blag or they're trying to get it. Oh, will you mentor me now and I'll pay you later when I've got results? Well, how's that going to work? What? So if I'm supposed to mentor everyone for free and pay on results, well, one, does that mean I get no money for a year or two until they get results? And two, are they going to want to pay me in two years when they've got their results? No. And how do we track that? And does that make me valuable? No. And um, if I gave you a book for free, would you read it tonight? No, you wouldn't. You wouldn't. You'd find a load of other things to do. If you paid 100 quid for that book, would you read it tonight? Well, 100 quid is a lot for a book. So you'd read it twice. You'd value it. So free advice is worth every penny. And we tend to value what we pay for. Now, with mentoring, it's not binary. Like the more you pay, the more accountable you, sorry, the more committed you are. Not quite because there's other variables. You know, there's your own beliefs and fears and um, lifelong experiences that hold you back. And um, there's layers of things in your head that stop you just doing A, B and C that you get told to do. But I have found if I have a leaderboard of all the clients in my company that have invested the most money, like from the top one to maybe number 100, something like that. And it is almost binary in that the higher up the leaderboard they are of how much they've invested in their courses, their training, their mentoring, their masterminding, all the different programs we run, the better the results they've got. And in fact, my, most of my top ones are millionaires now. Now, there aren't many people in this industry, if any in this industry, that are helping create millionaires. Now, um, are there some who become a millionaire and don't invest as much? Yeah, there are some, but there are way less. So the amount that you invest in yourself it is intrinsically linked to the return you get because you value what you pay for and you don't value what you get for free. That being said, I'm always trying to hunt out lunches and dinners and meetings with celebrities and entrepreneurs and people who are very successful and millionaires and billionaires. I, I, that, I'm also trying to do that. So for me, I, I'm, like, I'm like a bit of a, a mentor ho if that's a, the right phrase. I'll be mentored by anyone. If I can learn something from them, I'll be mentored by them. I'll do sideways mentoring, i.e. I'll learn from people who are on my level. Um, I'll men I mentor a lot of people. Um, I think in the property and business training space, I'm probably one of the, the, the most expensive and maybe the most experienced, credible mentors, if you, if you look at my track record and my history and my reputation. So I'll mentor people. And also, I'd love to be mentored by people. So I think it's really wise to have people on your level, people that you're helping up and people that are pulling you up. I have mentors in property and business, in personal development. I have mentors in, in health and fitness. I have mentors in social media and branding and videography because I just know now that it's so much quicker and easier to learn from those who've done it, standing on the shoulders of giants, learning vicariously from other people's experiences. Let me ask you this. Would you rather learn about going bust and the, um, the difficulties of cash flow and how you've got to rebuild your life? Would you rather learn that uh, by going bust yourself or would you rather learn that? 
by um, speaking to people and being mentored by people who've been bust before and could share with you how it is and was. Tell me, you know, be honest, um, because I think a lot of people assume that you can, you know, you need to learn by doing and getting the experience. But there's some things I don't want to experience. I don't want to learn how to code and I don't want to learn how to build my websites and design my websites. I just want someone else to do that. Um, so actually, you shouldn't be doing everything yourself. You should be leveraging as many people as you can. And remember, it's about an ROI. So if I invest five grand or 10 grand or 20 grand or two grand, will I make double, triple, quadruple that? And as far as I'm concerned now at my level, if I don't, that's on me. Um, I've either made a bad choice of the program that I, or the mentor or the mastermind that I've joined, or I've done nothing with it. I'm in one mastermind, the syndicate, where pretty much all the biggest event promoters in the country uh, are in. Uh, and I come away usually with between 40 and 50 ideas to implement. Every single one of them will make me thousands or tens of thousands or hundreds of thousands of pounds. In fact, I've just seen some revenue on a, a small change I made. So in this syndicate group we were in, we were talking about free events and we were talking about having a premium level, you know, where someone gets a bit front row seating, some extra bonuses, and there's a premium ticket. And I thought, that's a good idea, I'll try that. And we implemented the premium model. And last year, premium ticket holders spent nearly a million pounds with me. So that's a million pounds more I've made by just implementing the premium ticket offer. Now, if you think about that, that's such an obvious thing on airlines and, you know, in, in other places. But in my events world, I'd not really thought about it like that. I'd either thought it was paid or free. Um, and so now we have different levels of tickets. Um, so this, I've got so many examples of like that one idea makes me a million quid. So why would I not be around people who um, can help me and can overcome my challenges and can tell me their experience and save me the pain and you know, save me the expense? Now, how, what's a bad mentor? A bad mentor is someone who doesn't care about you, doesn't want you to win, just wants the money. Someone who um, has got the results but doesn't know how to mentor, doesn't have the patience. Someone who's really just trying to make money out of mentoring rather than actually doing the thing. We do nearly 20 million pounds a year. My podcast is listened to in over 200 countries. It's funny because my head of social media messaged me yesterday. said, Rob, we've got, to be, we've got to be careful with your brand and what you say, because we've done some research and there are only 172 countries. And you're telling everyone um, your podcast is listened to in over 200 countries. Well, when you go to my podcast analytics, um, in fact, I'll get it up now. Uh, let's have a look. Uh, yeah, let's go lifetime. Uh, and I scroll down to all the countries. Uh, I'm going a bit off tangent here, but and there are one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. There's, there's in, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. There's 10 countries per line. There's 21 lines. So that's 210 different countries. Well, actually, it's 201 because 21. No, it's 203. Turkmenistan, Tonga and Samoa. They have, all have listeners of my podcast. Dominica, East Timor, Mauritius, Togo, Turks and Caicos Islands, Chad, Comoros, Congo, Brazilville, Brazzaville, sorry, Equatorial. These are, I didn't even know they were countries. Um, anyway, so I've written dozens of books um, and I've got really good social media following. And all of this is down to the people I've learned from. I, yes, I figured some of it as I've gone on. But if I wanted, I, st I launched the new stars feature. So I get one of my outsourcers to go and speak to someone who's head up high up in Facebook about how the stars feature worked. I join the stars beta Facebook group. I learn from all the other people who've launched their stars. I run threads. I ask them. I follow their pages and I learn how to launch this star feature really big and wide. So I'm learning from other people having done it first and then put my own unique spin on it as well, because that's the, the me element. So, um, yeah. So what are your thoughts? Put your thoughts in the thread below. Um, do you have a mentor? Do you think we get benefit out of mentors? Um, do you really believe mentors are a bit of a waste of time? Um, do you need help finding a mentor? I'd love to know your thoughts. 
Um, I want to say hi to everyone who's on the thread, who's a, a new follower or been a follower of mine for a while. Um, message me if I can do you any favor, if there's anything I can help you with. I want to say thank you to all of you who listen to my podcast. Remember, this is a little bit of a series. So go back to previous episodes and watch out for future episodes on mentoring, masterminding, accountability. Um, th those buzz keywords will be in the titles because I want you to have a massive year. I'm up for it this year, really up for it this year. I want a huge year and I want you to have the same. And I know I've got to level up. I've got to get me some higher mentors. I've got to fly out to America a bit more. Um, I'm really fortunate that I've got a lot of people in my life and in my circle who are worth hundreds of millions or billions. It's not just about net worth, by the way, but they've got massive companies or or whatever. And I've always been pretty good at hunting them out. And I pay for some and I, I befriend some and I partner with some and I just learn from some. So I would have all kinds of mentors, free and paid and in your peer group. Um, my business partner loves other people to go and do the trailblazing and then he learns afterwards. So, I mean, this is how much he does this, is how much he believes in mentors and how much he believes in learning from others. He, was, he even said this to me. Like, I just thought this is just happenstance. But no, he actually did this. He said, I waited for all my mates to have kids because he's the last one of all of his mates to have kids. He's 39 years old. He'll be 40 in um, a few weeks. He waited till all of his mates had kids. And he was the last. So he could watch them with their kids and traveling and how they raised them and learn from all of them so that when he had his kids, he had sort of the, the, the model of what to do and the model of not, what not to do. And that is just how Mark works. And, you know, I used to think, oh, that's not original. Take some risks, blaze the trouble. Actually, that's really smart. Maybe not in raising your kids. But if you think about that mentality in business and success and social media and your personal brand and your marketing, you're going to let other people make the mistakes. So you're going to learn vicariously through them. And that's worth an investment. And an inv it's not an investment in the mentor. You're never paying the mentor. You're investing in yourself. So thanks for tuning in. I hope you found this useful. I'm off now to go to some secondhand record sh shops and buy some vinyl. Um, it's one of the, my greatest passions and something that we're off to do. So um, thanks for tuning in. Remember, if you don't risk anything, you risk everything. And there'll be four or five podcasts in a row daily on masterminding, mentoring and accountability. So make sure you listen to my podcast, The Disruptive Entrepreneur. And I'll be doing daily videos on my Facebook page, which is Rob Moore Progressive on Facebook. It just died. Oh, no. The phone just died. <laughs> and remember, if you don't risk anything, you risk everything. Thank you.